Yo, welcome back to the Solid Ground Podcast. I am your host, Isaiah Lovely. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I don't know what week we're on, week five, something like that. I've got a very important question for y'all, and I'll put it down. I'll put a poll down in the comments below if you're listening on Spotify. But this question, you know, it's been racking my brain all week long. I just need answers. I just need answers. It's such an important question. And the question is, is would you rather, would you rather have $50,000, 50 G's or dinner with the rock? That's my question for y'all. Cause I look at, you know, the opportunity of having dinner with the rock and I see him and I'm like, man, if I have dinner with him, think of who else I could meet. You know, I could meet Kevin Hart and I could meet, you know, Kanye or whoever. And think with those connections, you could make even more than $50,000. And on top of that, you get to meet The Rock. But also, $50,000 is a nice quick cash grab, especially if things don't work out with you and The Rock. You know, you go and meet up with The Rock and he ends up hating you and, you know, it's a whole thing. But I don't know. What would you rather do? It makes me think of like the most famous person I ever met. Um, I actually didn't meet him, but I saw him. So it still counts. <clears throat> still counts. I had a little bit of a voice crack there. But when I was at In-N-Out in California one day, I walked in to the In-N-Out. You know, I'm going to order my, my cheeseburger animal style. Two of them going to get a milkshake, chocolate shake. And I look over to my left and I see out of the corner of my eye, Drew Breeze. And I'm like, dude, you are getting off your meal plan here because I know that you should be having a strict NFL diet, but you're in, eating in it or in and out with the boys. Like, what are you doing now? Anyways, I saw Drew Breeze and yes, it was him. It wasn't just some other white guy. I mean, Drew Breeze is pretty much like, he looks like every other white guy, but the scar on his face, um, if you know what I'm talking about, that's what gave it away. He's pretty short, dude, um, but he's also like like he's built, you know? He's built like a QB. Um, anyways, he was just eating uh, in and out with his sons, I would assume, or some just random kids, one or the other, but I'm assuming it's his sons because that'd be weird if he was just eating in and out with some random guy or I don't know how old they were. All right, I'm going to stop talking about that now. But speaking of meeting new people... And speaking about uh, just making friends, today we're going to be talking about how do I find high quality friends. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. First of all, we're going to want to look at what makes a high quality friend, like what do we want to find in people, and then also how do I make friends, meaning more like how do I become more so social, how do, how do I make people like me. Um, and if you are already social or you are already somebody uh, who likes being around people, I think you still might be able to take some stuff out of this uh, because I've got some good pointers at the end of this. Anyways, we look at uh, Jesus and Jesus was constantly in fellowship with people, especially the 12 disciples. I mean, that was just his thing. I mean, he was always around people. He was always, always influencing others. And so I think we're called to do the same. I think it is very biblical and very important that we find a solid community 
to spend time with and to grow closer to Christ with. Uh, Proverbs 27.17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Uh, So, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. So, your friends are just going to make you better. I think about like when I'm running, uh, if I run with somebody who's faster than me, I end up getting pushed and I end up getting motivated to run faster because I want to keep up with that person. And it's the same thing in our spiritual journey or in whatever journey we're on. If you can find somebody who is uh, at about the same pace as you, um, you guys can egg each other on and uh, move closer and grow because because of each other. So let's look at how do we, what do we look for in a high quality friend? And I think the first thing we got to look for is, do they listen to you? Do they listen to you? And what I mean by that is when life's not going your way, when life's rough, when you're having a hard time, or when you just need somebody to vent to, I guess would be the Gen Z term. Do they actually just sit down and listen to you and hear what you have to say and comfort you. And I think a lot of people can kind of like listen to others and then one up it almost and be like, oh, one time this happened to me and just like turn it on themselves. But I feel like high quality friends, true friends, they're going to sit down, they're going to hear what you have to say, and they're going to be like, man, that sucks. I'm so sorry that you're going through that. Do they empathize with you? I remember, um, there was one time I was going through a hard breakup and uh, a few hours later, I hadn't told anybody about it. I had kind of just kept it a secret. And finally, uh, I met up with one of my buddies and we were able to kind of sit in the car just for about an hour of him just listening to me rant about crap. Um, and so having those friends who are able to just sit down and listen to you and um, just hear you out and empathize with you is super duper important. And that was super helpful for me in that season where I was able to find somebody that I trusted that, um, that I knew was going to be able to just hear me out and comfort me. And that's what I needed at that time. And so that was super helpful. The second thing I think you should look for is do they celebrate with you? So this is on the other end. When life's going really good, when life's amazing, do do they get excited too? Do they get encouraged by that? So when something good happens to you, are they genuinely happy for your win? Um, I remember uh, one of my one of my good friends. He got baptized, and it was so cool to see that, and I was so freaking happy for him. And I remember uh, after he got baptized, just being able to go and uh, give him a big wet hug. And it was it was just so cool. And I think like truly friends are there so that you can just celebrate and, and be encouraged by them. And when when something when you have a success in your life or when you have something just go well in your life, they're not people who are jealous. They're not people who envy you. Rather, they're people who come around you and say, dude, I am so freaking happy for you. That's so awesome. And lastly, I think what you should look for in a friend is do they want the best for you? 
what I mean by this is like, if you have goals or if you have something that you're working towards, are they somebody who can encourage you and keep you accountable to go towards that goal? I remember one of my friends, his name's Grant. He, uh, I was, um, I was wanting to run this, this marathon and I was like, I got to train every day. And there was one day where I, uh, I didn't train and he went up to me and he's like, Hey man, have you run today? And he knew I was training for that marathon. And I said, uh, no, I haven't. He's like, well, after, after this event that we were at, you got to go run. And I said, I don't know, man, it's getting kind of late. I don't think I should. I think I should just take the day off. He's like, no, you said you were going to do it. You got to do it. And I knew in the moment he was right. I needed to get that run in. And so he was able to keep me accountable and I ended up going on that run. But do you have friends who are able to keep you accountable and encourage you uh, towards your goals? Right. We, we really want those people who can uh, sharpen each other. So three things to look for in a good friend um, to see if they are a good friend. You need to see, do they empathize with you? Do they comfort you? Do they listen to you? Second, do they celebrate with you? Do they encourage you? And thirdly, um, do they keep you accountable? Do they keep you accountable? Especially, this is especially important in your inner circle because, I mean, I'm sure you've heard the quote before, but show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Do the character traits that your friends have are they things that you want to add into your life? Are they things that you would want to have in your life? Do they have similar values as you? Are they going in the same direction as you? These are all important questions to ask, especially for people in your inner circle. And are they people you would want to learn from? Are they people that are going to add to your life rather than subtract from it? I think some people that will subtract from your life are energy vampires. So one person that you should avoid, in my opinion, is people who are first of all negative because I think being negative can uh, just like being positive it's very contagious so if you're around negative people it's gonna be contagious and you're gonna start noticing yourself to become more negative people who constantly complain if they're constantly complaining taking the victim mentality you want to be around people who are able to take responsibility take accountability receive feedback well and and keep going on with their life so those people in your inner circle, this is really important. Those people in your inner circle should not be energy vampires. They should be people who give you life, right? Um, energy vampires are constantly taking from you. Can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? But they're not giving back. They're not. So stay like seriously, you can still be friends with these people, but I would say keep them at a distance. And this is not me trying to be rude or unbiblical because I think you should love everybody. But those people in your inner circle those people who you have close in your life, those people are very important because they're going to shape who you are. So you do not want those energy vampires in your inner circle. Rather, you want people who are going to point you in the right direction to where you are going and who are going to be able to invest time into you and spur you forward. Okay, so let's just summarize that real quick. What do I look for in a good friend? And I, I went through this already, but I just want to summarize real quick. Do they comfort you? Do they celebrate with you? And do they want the best for you, right? Do they keep you accountable? And then for your inner circle, do they have similar character traits that you have? Do they have similar values? 
are are they going in the same direction and are they people that you want to learn from i don't think all of your friends need to have the same character traits and i think it's actually important for them to have some differences and i think it's important for them to have different perspectives because when you do have that you have people coming from different walks of life who are going to be able to give you um, a different perspective and different take that might be more valuable than your perspective because they've gone through different experiences compared to you. Okay, so now how do I make friends? How do I find those people and how do I, um, how do I make friends, right? And, and you need to mirror it. So would you want to be friends with yourself is the first question I would ask. Do you want to be friends with the person you are now? Are you someone that listens? Are you someone that celebrates? And are you somebody that encourages? Because the friends that I just described to you are going to be looking for the same exact thing. So you need to flip it on yourself and say, okay, am I somebody who listens? Am I somebody when my friend has a win, do I celebrate with them? And you also need to ask yourself when my friend, um, do I hold my friends accountable? Three critical qualities you need to be a good friend. First of all, criticizing kills, okay? People do not change unless, you, unless they want to. So criticism, all criticism does is it creates resentment in the other person. So when you do criticize or when you do correct, it should be rare and it should be well thought out. It shouldn't be just something in the moment where you get angry and you, you, go, you shout at them and you tell them what to do. That's never going to work, right? Criticism is going to create resentment. So you got to take a second, think it out before you say it and say it in a way that is loving, right? You can say anything to anybody as long as it is coming from a place of love and not a place of hate. So make it so it's coming from a place of love. I remember um, I, had a, I had a girlfriend and she... There was just a couple things that I was really frustrated about. There was some things going on that I wasn't happy with. And rather than having a nice conversation, just asking questions, trying to understand her side, I decided that it would be a great idea to send a long message of me criticizing her and criticizing her for doing these things wrong that she wasn't actually doing wrong. I just saw them as wrong. And I sent this long message and... Uh, the moral of the story is it did not go well at all. It actually completely backfired and completely um, did the opposite of what I wanted it to. So before we criticize, we, we really have to take a step back and we really got to think about what we're saying. Um, and are we saying it in a loving way? Are we saying it out of love? Right? Really try to understand the other person before we criticize. Because people are going to want different things that you than you want. So because of that, you really have to th think through their perspective of what do they want. And then you're going to be able to see kind of their perspective of why they're doing things. Okay. Um, also, what's the difference between criticizing and holding someone accountable? I think there's a, we got to differentiate those two. The difference between criticizing and holding somebody accountable, I think holding somebody accountable is... Uh, your friend has said, I want to do this, so I'm going to train every day for this. Holding them, them accountable is them asking you, hey, can you hold me accountable for this, right? So they are going up to you, 
asking you, can you hold me accountable for this? And you are replying, yes. That is the difference. Criticizing is almost like unwanted advice, right? Nobody wants unwanted advice. When, when you are giving advice, you, they should be in a place of like, oh, I'm willing to hear this kind of thing. And I, and I want to hear this. If you're giving advice when they don't want to hear it, you're just going to be talking to, uh, I mean, it's just going to call, go on deaf ears. Uh, the second thing is, so rather than criticizing, let's see the good in people, right? So this is another quality to be a good friend. You got you to see the good in them. It's way more beneficial to see the good in people. And when you do see the good in people, point it out, right? Give credit where credit is due. I, people don't understand how uh, demoralized people are. There are so many people who are out there who just want an encouraging word. And that's the reality. There are so many people who just want an encouraging word. And if you are able to provide that and be that good friend, it, it could mean the world to them. I remember when I finished my marathon uh, and I got past the finish line, my, my dad wrapped his arms around me and he said, I love you, son. I am so proud of you. And I still remember that. He might not even remember that, but I still remember that because of how good it made me feel. So when we see the good in people, point it out. One of the best gifts you, one of the best gifts you can give is not financial. It's not uh, a thing. It, it can be with our words. So let's give encouragement. And thirdly, Empathy wins every time. To be a good friend, you have to step into their shoes, see it th through their point of view. What do they want, right? Because what they want might be different from what you want. When you can step into their shoes and really see what they want and see their perspective, it makes you a way better friend. I remember when uh, I would go to restaurants with people and they would pay for me. I would I would have the opposite reaction. I would get frustrated because I was somebody who grew up in a home where I wanted to pay for myself. I wanted to do everything myself. I wanted to work for it. I wanted to uh, get the money myself and pay for it myself. That's how I was raised and that's how I wanted to act. And what I had to realize was they're paying for me because they want to be nice. They want to be kind. They want to be generous. And so... I had to switch my perspective and really see their point of view. And, and rather than being frustrated when they paid for me because I wanted, to, I, wanted to, I wanted to do everything myself, I had to realize, oh, no, they're just trying to be generous. They're just trying to be nice. And that might seem silly to some people, that, but that's how I was raised. And so it was a thing where I had to recalibrate in my brain and say, no, I need to be thankful. I need to be grateful for when they pay for me because when they do, I they're doing it out of generosity. So I should be thanking them. I shouldn't be getting mad at them. Um, okay. So three qualities to make you a good friend. Don't criticize, see the good in people and have empathy. How to make people like you. Sometimes it can be hard to make friends. So first of all, um, I think confidence is like something that comes and goes and if you want confidence, the reality is, is you just need experience. 
So it starts with having that, taking that first step, taking that first step to go and talk to that person, right? The first thing is to make people like you, curiosity doesn't actually kill the cat. And what do I mean by this? When we become genuinely curious in other people or genuinely interested in other people, that is the easiest way to make people like us. It's so hard to make people like us when we try to accomplish all these things and we try to show them how cool we are. But when we look at people and make them feel important and make them feel like we like them, that is how we make people like us. So becoming genuinely interested in others. And what I mean by this is if like, dude, if, if you go up to them and they're interested in sports or football or, or whatever, then you're going up to them and you're talking about football and you're talking about what they want to talk about. Or if they're interested in science or something like that, then you're going up and talking to them about science because by becoming genuinely interested in what they're interested in or genuinely interested in them, that is going to be what makes people like you. Also be friendly, like smile, right? When you smile at people, like you'll notice this, they can't help but smile back. They're gonna smile back at you if you smile at them. Not always, Some, sometimes people can be a-holes, but most of the time, I, I kind of think of the way of like, if they're not gonna smile back at you, you don't wanna talk to them in the first place. So just be friendly, smile, right? Smile. Uh, Another thing that's super important is remember names, right? I remember one time I uh, I went into this coffee shop and she was like, hey, what's your name? I was like, Isaiah. And the next day I walk into the same coffee shop and she goes, hey, what's up, Isaiah? Welcome back. And that small thing of her remembering my name made my day, like seriously made my day because I, I didn't expect her to remember my name. A lot of people will ask like, hey, what's your name? And they'll forget it three seconds later. But if you're actually able to like remember people's names and call them by name, it makes them feel extremely important. I would just remember that the sweetest and the most beautiful thing in the human language to that person is their name. If you can remember their name, that is the sweetest and most beautiful thing that you could say to them. So in summary, a solid community is going to take you very far in life. It's one of the most important things that you need, right? As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Secondly, find friends that listen to you when you're down. They comfort you. Celebrate you, with you when you're happy, right? Have a good time with you. Uh, are excited for your wins. Are excited when you win. Are excited when life goes well and encourage you. They hold you accountable. They say, hey, you're like, you want to do this? Okay, that means you got to do that. You got it. They encourage you. And then flip it, right? If you want to be a good friend, so that's what you look for in a good friend. But if you want to be a good friend yourself, then you need to match those qualities. Also, don't criticize, condemn, or complain. Show honest and sincere appreciation and arouse in the other person an eager want. Cool. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I have, hope you have an amazing week, and I hope this helps you guys out. Just, uh, yeah. Adios.